Let's watch this together. Is it just me, or are they trying to kill us? Get ready. Good luck, Al. Tell me, when you were watching that, are you thinking these people are courageous? <laughs> I hear some rumblings of no. You're probably thinking more along the lines of how stupid, 
right? <laughs> well, this is a scene from the 2014 movie called Dauntless. And the premise of this movie is the dividing of society into district factions based on human virtues. There is one group that's called Dauntless. Dauntless means not to be intimidated, fearless, bold, courageous. And that's the group you just saw. Now, this is a much shorter clip, but I want you to take a look at this video. This is Trinity Wembley. When we went to Phoenix, Arizona for NYC 2019, we took a little side trip out to Sedona to a state park. Now tell me, do you think she's being courageous? I know, I know. Uh, that, was, that wasn't us. Step and jump, go. That was not us. Go. Yes. Now, do you think Trinity was courageous? Ah, oh, a little, little different answer there. Yes. Yes. Um, maybe you did. Maybe you didn't think that. But keep in mind, she hadn't done this kind of thing before. Uh, but I'll get back to that in a minute. Now, I want to ask you a question. Who or what comes to mind when you think of the word fearless or courageous or bold? Maybe during times like this, you might think of policemen, like our very own Deputy Chief Tim Gillespie and his son, Aust uh, Deputy Austin Gillespie. Maybe you think of some of our very own nurses, like uh, Kim and Janet and Michelle and Lisa and our daughter-in-law, Chloe, who just got a job. Yay! Um, you might even think of some of these nurses, Dawn and Judy, Deb and Judy and Deb. Yes, there's a Deb and Judy and a Deb and a Judy. Uh, maybe even Cassie Hull. She might come to mind. There might be other nurses in this um, uh, service today or online watching that you you think of. Um, you might even think of some doctors or some mid-level medical people, maybe our very own Carol Etock or Danielle Johnson or even our daughter-in-law Faith, who's a PA also. You might think of some military personnel um, who are defending our rights and, and keeping our country and our borders safe. Um, I'm not going to mention everybody, but those of you who have served, thank you so very much. And to those who are watching online, thank you. And those who are watching around the world, Thank you for your service. I uh, don't want to say too much because I don't want to give away anybody's secrets or position or anything. Um, but maybe you think of a courageous person because they did something very specific in a situation like maybe ran into a burning building and saved a life. Um, maybe you think a person is uh, courageous because they gave blood or gave a kidney. Or maybe it was a parent who gave who sacrificed a lot for their child. Well, I want you to meet some of the people that I think are courageous, some of my heroes. First, I want you to see Crystal Piper. This is, she's with her uh, husband Bill in this picture. She's a dear friend, she's strong in her faith, she's battled cancer several times and she's been healed. She knows that the Lord has touched her and she shares her faith in that often. She is courageous. What about this couple, Pastor Josh and Ashley Parker, finding themselves in a situation where having a baby wasn't going to happen like they thought? They chose to adopt, to provide a loving home as loving parents to a child who needed just that, little Judah Kent. They are courageous. 
What about this lady, J.C. Bullard? Well, maybe you know her as the funny lady who runs around the church in banana costumes. <laughs> but let me tell you, she's a hero. She was addicted to gambling, notice I said was, because she allowed God to deliver her. And now she assists in helping others to be delivered from the same addiction. Her faith is strong and she is courageous. Little Miss Helen Hundermer, our oldest PFN member at 96. She's lived a long life and it hasn't been without some troubles of her own. But her faith is so strong and she loves Jesus and to share about him and to pray for those who are lost. She is courageous. So many of you are courageous as well, and I can probably give you example after example after example of how I've seen you be courageous in these last 15 years. But then we would be here all day, and you would miss lunch, and you would be grumpy, so I'm not going to do that. But just know that I have noticed, and thank you for that. But the last example I want to give from my life, I want to share today with you about my daddy. Uh, he's here with my mom in that picture. And um, he's one of those that would do anything for anybody. He would give what he had. He would do what he could to help people's lives be better. But the story that I want to specifically share happened a long time ago um, when mom and dad were first married. My grandfather, my mother's uh, dad, was living with them and he was an alcoholic. So he would come home many nights in a very drunken stupor. And my dad one time decided he didn't want this kind of atmosphere in his new home with his new family. So he stood up to my grandfather who was a good head taller than he was and pretty athletic built. Uh, and he said, you're gonna have to pack your bags and leave because I can't have this. Well, the story goes that my grandfather glared at him for a very long time in silence, turned around, packed his bags, and left. Years later, he too was a, uh, delivered from the addiction uh, of alcohol, which was wonderful. And as he came back to apologize to my dad, um, he said, I respected you that night, but I have you know, I could have snapped your neck and never batted an eye that night. But I did what you asked, I packed my bags and left, and today I'm free from alcohol. So thanks to my courageous father, um, my family has been delivered from the addiction of alcohol. So what kind of sets these people apart? Well, I believe that it's in their faith they are brave or courageous or even as Pastor uh, Jake said last week, bold. So if all of these are examples of courageousness, I have another question for you. Would you say someone would call you courageous? Maybe they would, or maybe you would say yes, maybe you would say no. Maybe you've always wanted to be courageous and do the right thing, but just not sure you have it in you. Well, let's take a look at this today, and I want you to be encouraged to be courageous. <clears throat> Our scripture today is from Joshua 1, 1 through 9. A few weekends ago, um, our general superintendent, Dr. David Graves, preached from this as well. And I was going, don't steal my thunder. This is what I'm preaching on at the end of the month. So if you were here for that, you can kind of compare notes and put a lot more together, I hope. Um, but this is the scripture the Lord gave me when we were on sabbatical in January. Let's look at it together. 
After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert, which by the way was in the south, to Lebanon, by the way, which was in the north, to the great river, the Euphrates, and all the Hittite country, which was to the east, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from the right or to the left, that you may be successful in wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything that is written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And God's people said, Amen. May it be so. May it be so, Lord. Just a little uh, backstory about Joshua. Joshua was the number two man, the number two man to Moses. Moses was raised as Pharaoh's son, uh, but later returned to his Hebrew roots and led the Israelites, the Hebrews, um, out of the bondage and slavery of Egypt. And they had been in that bondage for 430 years. Also, Joshua walked alongside, walked alongside of Moses. As the Israelites left Egypt and then they wandered in the desert for 40 years, he saw all the miracles that God did during the exodus from Egypt and all the way up to the point just before they entered the promised land. So he walked alongside of Moses. He also saw firsthand how God met with Moses, how God met with Moses, and even at times lingered in the presence of God himself. Oh, I love that word, lingering in the presence of God. And lastly, when Moses died, Joshua was prepared and ready to step into this new role. And as you saw in these verses that we just read, God called him into this leadership position. So I feel like there are, very, there are three very important things, very specific things that the Lord pointed out to Joshua as he was speaking to Joshua, but I think he's speaking to us today as well. One of the things that the Lord said to Joshua was, obey all the laws that Moses gave them. Verse seven, obey. The Lord was very specific. Aim for it right down the center. Some people might even call that true north. True north means uh, that Joshua had a fixed point in a spinning world that helped him stay on track as a leader. 
<clears throat> excuse me. True north is derived most deeply uh, from the most deeply held beliefs, values, and life principles. The law that Moses had, Moses had given them was Joshua's eternal or internal compass. A scripture also says, do not venture to the left. Do not venture to the left. Do not venture to the right. Stay center on God's word. Then this command also comes with a promise. You will be successful wherever you go. Now look at verse 8. <clears throat> it says, keep the scriptures always on your lips. Well, how do I do that? How do I fulfill this command? And by the way, it is a command. It's not a suggestion that you keep scriptures on your lip. It's, it's not a, just a good idea. Nope, 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 nope. The scripture says, keep the scriptures always on your lips. So it is a command. Well, why is that so important? Well, verse 8 says, so you'll be careful to do whatever it says. And by doing what the Word says, you are close to God, not because you're doing anything, as much as you're striving to please God, and you're wanting to be close to Him. Okay, okay, well, well how do I keep the Scriptures on my lips, you might say? Read your Bible. Study your Bible. Stay in the Word. Memorize scriptures. I'm not saying you have to memorize long passages. Find something that speaks to you. If something speaks to you today, set it aside and work on it all week long till you have it in memory. Study and obey the word. So I say to you, obey the word of the Lord. Now secondly, did you notice in these verses in Joshua that the Lord gives another amazing promise right after another command. God says, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. If you're afraid, you are in a state of fear. This isn't an action. This is a state of mind. Courage is actually kind of the action. Now, let me give you a, an example. How many of you have ever had to take speech class or give a speech in class? Oh, I sure would have thought there would have been a few more, but yeah, I see you guys, yeah. How many of you are, were petrified to get up in front of that class? Yeah, some of the same hands went back up. Yeah, because you just, that's just what you don't feel like is your gift. Well, this is the state of fear. You sit in your class, you're trembling, you're going over your notes, you're rehearsing why this fear is justified, but then your name is called. And you stand up, and you walk to the front, and you begin. See, that's courage. You may still be trembling. Your voice may even crack when you begin to speak. But you're going ahead with it anyway. That is being courageous. You're acting despite the fear. The fear is the state you're in. Courageous is how you're acting in that state. Now keep in mind that fear is not the opposite of courage. Fear is the opposite of peace. So let's see if we can work on that fear a little bit. You see, peace is knowing God is with you. 
Peace is knowing God loves you. Peace is knowing God is using you and is going to use you. And if you have this peace, you can act in courage. So I say to you, do not be afraid. But God also says, do not be discouraged. That means do not be deprived of courage, deprived of hope. Do not be disheartened. Stand strong in what you know the Lord is calling you to. Why? This is where the promise comes in, and it's good. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Hallelujah. So again, I say to you, do not be afraid or discouraged. Have peace. And you were probably wondering when I was going to get to it, but the last thing that I see in this passage is definitely where I kind of want to land today. I want to say to you, be strong and courageous. Did you notice that this phrase is said three times in these nine verses? I believe God kind of thinks it's important. He is saying to you, be strong and courageous. All right, let's break it down a little bit. I don't know, I don't really think the Lord necessarily was talking about muscular excuse me, strength. Hmm. Maybe he was, because sometimes it may cause a little muscle to go do whatever God wants you to do. But I definitely think it's a physical energy. True? To do what the Lord wants you to do. It also takes a mental prowess, a mental resolve, a mental strength sometimes to do what the Lord is asking you to do. So I say to you, be strong, be resolved. Know that the Lord is calling you. Know what he is calling you to. And know that he is with you. So that was be strong. Now let's look a little bit at courageous, which we did a minute ago in that little um, story about speaking and being afraid. It means having a character or uh, of courage or of bravery or of boldness. It is what enables a person to face whatever lies ahead with the, with the courage and a confidence and a bravery that is in them. It is something deep within us that inspires us and encourages us to move forward. So I say to you, be courageous, be brave. 2 Timothy 1.7, we read this, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power and love and self-discipline. So I say to you, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Look at the person on either side of you and tell both of them, be strong and courageous. Because maybe they need to hear it from it from somebody else besides me. So let's wrap it up today by looking at just some practical ways to be courageous. First is embrace vulnerability. Embrace vulnerability. People who live in a fear-based life often have little or no confidence in themselves and it's hard to be vulnerable. But be vulnerable. And along with that, admit you have fears, which leads to point two, 
face your fears. Embrace vulnerability Embrace and face your fears. Be courageous amidst your fears and then demonstrate that courage. Thirdly, think positively. God is for you. God is with you. God loves you. He will never forsake you or leave you. So think positively. Reduce your stress. I don't know if you're like me, but anytime I've got something new to do that I feel like the Lord's laying on my heart, I get a little bit stressed. But if I remember to put my trust in God, it reduces my stress. It may not be smooth sailing. It may not be easy going in what God has called me to. And there may be some risk or uncertainty. <laughs> do you know what Joshua and the children of um, Israel had to do to claim that promised land? Joshua had to lead them in to the promised land and into battle against all the Ittites. If you read it, it's, it's Hittites, you know, the, it's all the Ittites. I just call them all the Ittites. Before they could claim the land, God didn't go in ahead of time, clear it out, say, here you go. No, no, no. He called the leader for the moment, and Joshua took him in the battle, and they won every battle. Nothing could go against them. God promised that. And they claimed the promised land that the Lord had given to them. That, to me, it, it definitely wasn't easy for him, and maybe it's not going to be easy for you what the Lord is calling you to. Maybe it will be. But I want you to be strong and to be courageous and put your trust in the Lord. And the last thing is, continue to learn. Continue to read your Bible. Read books about whatever it is the Lord is calling you to. Get some people around you who can pray for you and lift you up and encourage you. Continue to learn. So I want you to consider this challenge. Remember the video of Trinity? <clears throat> and I mentioned she hadn't jumped off this cliff before. There was a little hesitation and our uncertainty, and then with some encouraging words behind her and friends, she jumped. So what is the Lord calling you to? What, is he, what does he want you to do that maybe you are a little hesitant about doing? It's probably something you haven't done before, because if you've done it before, you... You probably rely on yourself. I know I do, if it's something I've done before, instead of relying on the Lord. So we want to rely on Him. Um, we sang a song just before prayer, Oceans, and it speaks so vividly to this. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown. You know, when the Lord's calling you to something, you don't know how it's going to turn out. You don't know what it's going to be like where feet may fail, and there I find you in the mystery. In oceans deep, my faith will stand. Your grace abounds in deepest waters. Your sovereign hand will be my guide. Where feet may fail and fear surrounds me, you'll never fail. You've never failed, and you won't start now. I will call upon your name and keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace, for I am yours, 
and you are mine. So when the Lord is calling you into something, pray. And I think actually the bridge of this is a great prayer. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. So be strong and courageous. Jump in with both feet. Jump into what God is calling you to. And finally, I want to leave you with this acrostic that I feel like probably wraps up Joshua 1, 1 through 9. The word courageous, C-O-U-R-A-G-E-O-U-S. Courage opens up room, allowing God every opportunity to use us to use you, to use me, to use us significantly. Courage opens up room, allowing God every opportunity to use us significantly. And that will be your maximum kingdom impact. So I encourage you to be strong and courageous. If you would, stand with me and let's pray. Father, it's your voice we hear and it's your voice that we follow. I don't know what you're calling each person in this room or online to do, but I know, Lord, that you are with us. And you will, it's your sovereign hand that leads us every step of the way. So I pray through the Holy Spirit that you will make us bold that you will make us strong and courageous in whatever it is you're calling us to. And Lord, we say it is all for your glory. And we love you. In the precious name, name of Jesus we pray. Amen.